Hello, and welcome back to the Women Elevating Women podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Long. And on today's, I'm excited to get started with today's show because we're in the month of October. There's only two months left of the year. I can't believe it. But we're already into about our sixth episode. And today, like always, I have another amazing guest expert with us who's going to share some amazing value. But before we get started, Please take a moment to rate and review the show to help us reach a wider audience. There are a lot of entrepreneurs out there that we'd love to reach with our great, amazing content. So please take a moment to rate and review the show. We are on all major platforms, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and more. And all you can always visit us at our official website, www.elevateyourbizcoaching.com forward slash WEW podcast. So let's get right to it. Today on the show, I have an amazing expert. She is a VA matchmaker and business optimization consultant who helps health and wellness professionals scale their businesses with simplified, optimized processes. So please grab your tea, your cup of coffee, or that amazing glass of wine and help us welcome to the show, Agnes Bogarty. Agnes, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Jacqueline. How are you? Nice to I'm, be here. I'm well. It's great. I'm so happy to have you with us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So tell us, Agnes, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, tell us what you do. Where in the world can we find you? Tell us all about who you are. <laughs> um, where do I start? Where do I start? Usually <laughs> people <laughs> raise their eyebrows when I say VA matchmaker, right? That the, that's the first thing I think that mm. needs a little clarification. Um, I come from a technical background. I'm online for eight years now. Uh, so I had uh, uh, quite a journey and uh, I was always building funnels and uh, marketing strategies mm. uh, for clients. And uh, when I started to work for a VA company as a um, vertical lead for the marketing VAs, we noticed a couple of things. What makes working a VA with a business owner a great match and what doesn't? So when I transitioned into my online business manager and, and um, uh, basically my own business, then uh, I used that knowledge and I created my own system to help people hire the perfect VA. There is a, I think there is a, there is a gap in the industry uh, because the V, you know, there is no such a thing as a VA handbook and, and there is no such thing as uh, the same knowledge for all of the, all of the freelancers. So it's a little bit of a wide, wide west, I guess. And, uh, and that's what I intend to close this gap and introduce the, the business owners to the freelancers and make sure that they can work together uh, in the long term. That is awesome. That is awesome. So just for the sake of, I understand what you mean by VA and VA matchmaker, but just for the sake of explaining, tell us what is a VA? Um, and just kind of explain that and break that down for the listeners who may not understand what a VA is. Right. Uh, VA stands for a virtual assistant. So basically a freelancer who has her own online business, uh, 
99% of the cases we, we work online and they can help the business owner to grow, to do, stop what uh, is not exactly in the in the business owner's best interest, so to say, to do, or they don't have time. So it can cover everything from posting on social media through uh, doing administration stuff, research, really, really everything in your business can be outsourced to, to a virtual assistant. And because, because of this, that's why it's, I think it's really important to find really the, the best match um, who can help your individual business in the level where you are at with the platforms, what you are, what you are using. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that kind of leads me into the next question. You sort of alluded to that question. So this is a great segue to ask you. You, you mentioned a little bit of what virtual assistants do. Can you tell us what would, why would an entrepreneur hire a virtual assistant and what kind of things should they outsource to a virtual assistant? Because I think in working with my own clients, mostly coaches, a lot of the times I don't think they quite understand how a virtual assistant can support their business. And sometimes they're a little at loss for how to actually, what they should outsource to their virtual assistant. So could you help us a little bit with that? Yeah, of course. Sure. Um, great question. <laughs> and because everyone has a little bit different uh, business, uh, but at the end of the day, I True. think the, the things what someone should outsource and this is also a little bit of an interesting topic. It's a deep topic. We can, I think I could talk about this uh, all day, every day, but basically because of the, because how the industry is, the online business industries these days, there are tons of platforms, there are tons of things. And if someone starts an online business, someone starts a coaching business, they just want to coach, right? They just want to help their clients. But at the back end of your business, you need to learn or know at least everything from uh, the bookkeeping, <laughs> accounting, as usually people start as a solopreneur, right? You need to build your first website, you need to connect your domain and everything in the, in the back end, newsletter management, design, every, really everything. Uh, and I think in these steps, if we can uh, not go into the learning process and learning curve, right? Which can go really, really deep with marketing and the different platforms and the different resources, what you can use. If you can, from day one, think about things, what you are not good at, you should mm -hmm. outsource. Even if that costs you a little bit more, that's an investment. Even if that's, you know, just one-time project, someone building your website or someone setting up your newsletter automation, there are things what you don't need all the time, right? You are just, uh, you know, need your website, need a funnel, need uh, something. Then you just outsource it, even if it costs a little bit more in the long term, it would take you time and it would take you away from the things what only a business owner should do, right? Like attracting the clients and really connecting with people, delivering their, their magic. Absolutely. Uh, everything else should be outsourced at the end of the day. I understand that there is a, a you know, budget uh, issue as well sometimes, 
but uh, everything that doesn't make you happy, <laughs> that doesn't where you think there is a is a whole deep learning curve, what you need to go through, that should be outsourced as well, and uh, and things that you really like bookkeeping, accounting. Yes, we can do it, uh, but sometimes it's really you know things can go wrong uh, also, and uh, yes. Most of the entrepreneurs are there because they can do everything, but at the end of the day, we shouldn't. This is just this a business decision as, uh, you know, what do you offer or how do you want to market yourself? Uh, there is someone who can help you build that website in, in 20, I don't know, 20 days, right? That's uh, from start to finish X amount of dollars. Can you imagine as a newbie, how long would it take for you exactly. to, to do that, right? Absolutely. And you really, you really touched upon this. And I think this is a really most important thing for entrepreneurs to understand because, well, you touched upon two things. The first thing you said was cost. And the second thing you said that there are things in your business that you may be able to do or you don't enjoy doing. And that we really as entrepreneurs should not be doing. And I really want to speak to that because one of the first barriers, one of the major barriers that I often hear entrepreneurs say to me when I say hire a VA, one of the things they will say to me is, oh, I can't afford to hire a VA at this time. But I want you to speak to this topic because I think it's really very important for VA, for entrepreneurs to not just understand that it's about outsourcing the saving time you know, in outsourcing the things that you cannot do, but also outsourcing the things that you don't want to do or you're not good at, but really understanding how a VA really supports you in the bottom line of your business. Can you speak to that? Yeah, and let me touch first on the on that fact, what you just mentioned, that I think there is in the in the industry, there is a huge gap. When I know that someone's hiring, for example, a business coach or a business consultant or um, whatever we call someone who can help with the big picture and they're paying insane amount of dollars. And then when I tell them that, yeah, you should have someone who actually builds that idea and they are not ready to pay, you know, sometimes really $500 a month to a VA who actually will help you run your business, will help you build things, which will generate at the end of the day, the, the, the money for you, the, the income for you. Uh, that makes me a little bit wonder, right? It's like, where are our values? Because having the idea, having the big picture is really important. But at the end of the day, if there is no one to build it or build it properly, right, then or run maintain the system properly then there is a, a gap and it will not work so i just want to address that in the in the industry i think there is a little bit of mismatch between that because at the end of the day the virtual assistant the freelancer will help you uh, to do things like post on social media right to create that newsletter that goes out to your client uh, and do all the different things what you what you are not ready to do and and don't want to do or you just don't have time at the end of the day laptop lifestyle is a nice nice thing but uh, you know if you're running your business for a while now then then 
you know that there is there is not enough time in, in a whole lifetime. I <laughs> there isn't enough time in a day to do all. And I think this is such an important part. This is such an important um, point that you're making, Agnes. And I really think, I really want to stop for a moment and really speak upon this and emphasize that you really touched, you really hit goal with that because it's really important for um, entrepreneurs to understand that there are so many things involved in running a six or seven figure business, it's not just about, yes, the marketing strategies are extremely important and you do have to have someone that's going to teach you how to make that money, but you also have to have the support to actually implement and get those things done. And like you said, there's, there's only so many hours in a day. You literally, there's so many things to do in your business. You literally, literally cannot get everything done. And this is the most important thing that entrepreneurs have to understand that as much as you um, may not be able or may not want to hire a VA, a VA ultimately is going to help you to increase your bottom line by taking away all of those things that you should not be doing as an entrepreneur and allowing yourself to focus on those money-making activities. So yeah, I think this is really very important and I'm so glad you're here to really stress that and to really make that, you know, understandable to, to entrepreneurs that there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. So that kind of leads me to my next question. Let's talk about the VA matchmaking process. Let's talk about, so how do how does an entrepreneur go about hiring a VA? What do you recommend? Where do you recommend that they start with this process? Yeah, it's, it, the most thing or the first thing what usually people forget is knowing their own business and mm -hmm. and how they work and what they do and how they do things, right? Because you are there, you run your little business uh, and you re recognize that, okay, I, I don't have enough time. Um, the emails are piling up, right? <laughs> the, 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 I can't even... I can't even uh, serve the clients I have, what do we do now? And usually the first part is, okay, let's outsource social media because that's, that's a pain, right? Uh, but I would uh, encourage everyone. First, I like to set the expectations uh, with, the, with my clients, with my business owners first. And really what we just talked about, right? The expectations of a virtual assistant not everyone is doing the same thing and uh, not everyone knows all of the platform. It's just, it's just humanly not possible to know all of the platforms that are out there, right? So absolutely. set your, absolutely, right? Uh, set your expectations in a way that you need to find the best person for yourself. And, uh, and that the VA is just as you running her business on the other end. So thinking about the, thinking about different things like she might have more than one client. You are not the only one. Let's set the communication. How do you communicate? How you, do you delegate? Do you have your backend organized in a way that you can easily outsource processes or, or different projects to the VA? Um, there are certain security measurements. We don't want to share everything with someone we just hired, right? 
usually we will make sure that the, the person on the other end is is legit and knows what she is uh, doing. But at right. the end of the day, uh, you know, we try to protect our privacy as best as we can. So passwords and credit cards, right? I just had from one of my VAs because I'm coaching VAs as well. Uh, she's like, Agnes, you will not believe it. The client just shared with me all of all of uh, his uh, credit card details. Well, don't done. Just scheduling newsletters. Right? <laughs> wow. Obviously, obviously, you know, she will not use it, but right. Uh, no. And, but still, you know, I would love to <laughs> talk to that client and, and right. tell him Gary. how this, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, you really need to be aware about what's going on in your business and uh, nail down the processes and the things what you need. So you can put together that job description and go right, right there and find the right uh, virtual assistant for you. But that's definitely step one. Know your business, know what you need uh, right. so, and have a structure in place. There are also uh, different, uh, we all have imposter syndrome, right? Let's, let's say it out <laughs> loud. We all have uh, a different type of delegation style. Uh, we all have a different way of communication. So if we don't set and don't think about those things, then we might end up, and I hear horror stories, which just makes me, you know, heartbroken, um, that uh, there is a mismatch because the VA is communicating in a different way than the business owner wants. And mm -hmm. if we talk about these things and, uh, you know, someone, for example, back in the days, we had tons of tons of clients that the business owner was mad because the VA weren't updating him only once the thing, were, let's say the scheduling was done. And then the other client was complaining because the VA was updating him all the time, oh. <laughs> right? So it's like you really, <laughs> you really need to. It's like I don't, I don't need all of these messages. Just get uh, things done. Right. And on the, you know, the other client you are working with uh, wants to have uh, every day a little update to make sure. So if you are aware about your own delegation style and communication and what you need. You can communicate that with the VA and that will set up you for success, basically, because everyone knows where we are at. You are not waiting for my response. I'm not waiting for your update. And then, you know, we are just waiting here and nothing happens. And and there there can be really deep issues, which, you know, just pile up after, you know, after a while and, and make working together. We are online, right? It's not like you go into the into the next uh, office or you can go to the office and then talk to the person. We are online. Clients might feel sometimes that the VA is not there. So there are certain things what you really need to go through and think through before you even start hiring to make sure right. that you find the 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 best best match. Then. I proceed to the to the next uh, next step, which would be screening your VA. I have um I have a, a screening method, and I think I shared the freebie as well. Uh, on all steps, there are certain things what you can really check out and build in into the application process to make sure that you end up only with the best people. 
Because if you are using, for example, Facebook and you post uh, in one of the groups where you think there are virtual assistants out there mm-hmm. or you ask someone, right? It's like, do you know a VA? You will be bombarded with 300 <laughs> comments. <laughs> that is the worst <laughs> oh my I know. <laughs> it's the worst message for anything. I mean, I, I don't like putting out posts about guests on the show or anything in that way. Because, I mean, just the number of, of, of posts and messages that you get, people will, you know, they'll message you and they don't follow directions. And, oh, my gosh, it's just, it's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then people are hijacking your posts and people <laughs> start to DM you and stuff like that. So it's really, you, you really need to build in the structure and build in certain things into your process to make sure that uh, you don't end up with, you know, overwhelmingly amount of, of, of virtual assistant and you have the method to sort through the, the the applicants and really just hop on the call with those who you know that are not just a, a great fit for the job, but also on a personal level. And actually that brings me into the, the third step. It's like, we need to make sure that the virtual assistant we are working with, A, uh, complements us, right? So it's a complementary mm-hmm. skills, what she has, or right. or really, or really the opposite of you, right? So if uh, I'm, for example, I'm just getting things done and it's out there, right? I really need an assistant who has the patience to go through and and uh, correct the typos and make sure that everything flows properly and so on and so forth. Uh, I know that about myself, so that's why I have the system built in, right? So I know that if I'm looking for someone I know that that this is a, a criterion what I need to feel, uh, or if you are really the nitty gritty and someone you just need someone who just rolls with it and creative is and and just you know a great copywriter for example, then you will need to find find that person. But coming back to the personal part, if you know that that you have this t- style of outsourcing or delegation, then you find that person who actually aligns with those personal values, aligns mm-hmm. with your mission of your business, the vision of your business, and and understands you and the business and the situation you are in. Because at the end of the day, you will work close together for years and years. I have a I have a, a, a VA, she works with her client 20 years now. 20 wow. years now. Wow, that's impressive. It that is, is really. It's, it's that's a friendship. Really yes, that's a yeah. made. Really is complementary yeah. in terms of of their their synergy and how they work. You know, that's really. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> and they are growing together, right? The right. They are growing together, and and they are going to to the beach uh, for business meetings because they live in the same same hotel but at the end of the day yeah but at the end of the day right it's like you can build those connections if the person is a great match on professional level and on personal level so set your expectation know what you are looking for screen the person on every each step with a little bit of hidden hidden things right if you for example if you are um, uh, if you want the person to have eyes for details then 
hide something in the in the job description and ask on the application form about that. Ah. For example, the name wow. of your dog or or you know, just the word or something. And then ask on the application form uh, if that, uh, you know, if they can answer that question. So that's just one of the, uh, of the many options, what, uh, what you can go through. And actually that's my, that's my freebie. If you guys want to uh, download it, then I, I think we will have the link there. So yeah. It will be in the show notes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. That's a great tip, by the way. That's a really great tip. I want to ask you this question, if I can follow up with this. So you've given us the processes in terms of how we should approach the, the VA hiring process. Tell me, in the hiring process, give me the top three to five questions that you should ask during the interviewing process. What should you be asking? What I'm always looking for, and usually uh, in my hiring process, I have a uh, I have that covered usually because you know that uh, the person, uh, the person knows the different platforms what you are looking for. I build in different questions into the application, right. so I know. So when it goes to the part of the interview, I really just want to feel the person, right? I pay attention to uh, punctuality, to uh, how they act and how they. Mm -hmm. Are they nervous? Like, are they too, too chilled, right? So I know usually what, what I'm looking for for my clients. But uh, I would go into the mission, vision, and the personality part, what you are looking for. Ask about, uh, ask about of course, the previous experience. You should have someone who is actually worked with the type of client uh, that you are working with or you are dealing with, right? So in the niche, uh, it, I always try to find, not try, I always find uh, virtual assistants for my clients who have experience in the niche, what you are working in, because that just makes everything, uh, everything easier. But at the end of the day, I ask questions, personal questions. If you have uh, uh, certain criteria or, you know, family status, do they have kids? Don't they have kids? The usual tell me a little bit more about yourself. So I just really, really feel my way into it because from the, from the process, I already know what I want to know. Right. I want to ask you this, and I just did a little bit of a follow-up to that, because you, you're looking at it from the point of as a VA matchmaker and how you screen your applicants for your clients. Do you then recommend to your clients to then still follow up with some sort of interview process, even after you have recommended this VA? Yeah, so I, uh, I do the first round of interviews and I hand mm -hmm. over the the three best candidates I think uh, would be a good fit and with right. best results and everything and then the second oh, round is mm -hmm. yeah yeah and the the, the the second round is with the with the client usually they just pick one and they roll with it uh, I just feel it I know that's hard to <laughs> That's out hard to uh, replicate from someone no. doing it first. But it makes uh, yeah. sense. Yeah, it, it makes sense. You know, you just kind of, and I love the fact that you said test results. I want to just kind of follow up on that for a moment. What kind of testing do you put your VAs through? 
it depends on the client and what the client needs. Yeah. And also I have my own little things, what I like to, you know, uh, teach them and give them. And, uh, um, for example, I ask them to, I ask them to quote unquote, give me a feedback, but even in the feedback, there is a built in how well can you follow instructions type of, uh, right. type of, uh, uh, test. And uh, also from the client, I get the different things, right? It's like which platform is the most important. Someone is better than you. And then we, and then we get some, you know, what is your level of knowledge? And we ask a question, what, for example, you as a business owner would also need to, you know, look up. Because if, if the BA knows the answer, at least A, if she doesn't and she goes out there and finds the answer, that's a good sign for me that she is actually ready to, you know, ready to learn and, and, Absolutely. and she took the initiative. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Or if, uh, if it's really detailed and if it's really good, uh, then, then I also know where we, where we stand. Um, so these are the certain, uh, tests, what I gather while I have the call with my, with my clients, while we are creating the VA profile, and then I build in, into the, into the processes, into the application form and into my own, uh, own form, you know, just to make sure that they know what they, they know what they do. They can, as I mentioned, follow, uh, basic instructions and know the basics of for example, Trello, the project management the tool I'm, I'm using and so on and so forth. Absolutely. Excellent. So just to summarize this, 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 this short section here that we talked about in terms of hiring a virtual assistant, the best option for anyone who is looking for a virtual assistant, what we are recommending in this, in this episode is to seek out someone like Agnes who does who is a virtual assistant matchmaker to help you find the right virtual assistant for your business. Assess the needs of your business, determine what it is you want, determine in terms of your personality and the type of person that you're looking for. She will help you in the process of screening that person, finding the right skills, finding the right personality, and then referring that person to you to follow up on it. Does that sound correct, Agnes? Exactly. This is, this is it. Yeah, this is the process. <laughs> Absolutely. And I have to say, I can totally agree with this because I found the reach, I, I found the virtual assistant to my virtual assistants the same way. One, the first time I was hiring my virtual assistant, I, it was by recommendation. I took this person mm-hmm. that was recommended. And then the second time was by VA matchmaker. So I just have to say that it is an it is really the way to go because as she recommended in this, in, you know, in the, in the, you know, in our previous, um, in a previous question that trying to find your own VA in this completely, um, um, Facebook social media world by putting out a post is going to completely overwhelm you and you're going to find all kinds of things. So really let someone do the heavy lifting and the heavy work for you in terms of finding that right, that ideal person, someone like Agnes. I really, really have to say that I have gone this route and it really is the best way to go. So thank you so much, Agnes, for sharing that. One of the things that I want to touch upon now, if you will, is if you could talk about, and I know this varies, I know this varies, but just to kind of give people, so we have, let's say we're, we're dealing with, this is an entrepreneur who is hiring a VA for the first time, comes to a VA matchmaker to find that ideal person. What can they anticipate 
as the investment. I know this this is this varies, but just kind of give them a sense of what they should in, they should um, anticipate in terms of investment. Um, you mean by hiring a, a VA, so the monthly monthly investment of a VA, right? And just right. the structure and just just an average because I know that yes. there's no way that you can really tell this. It really depends on a lot of things. But just kind of give them the structure of what they should anticipate and just kind of give them a sense of where it starts in terms of right, mm-hmm. right. Um, first off, we have in the industry we have a ten dollar minimum. Uh, per hour rule, I guess. I, I mm-hmm. wish it would be. It, I wish it would be a rule, um, because the hourly rate and uh, you know how it is. Uh, because the hourly rate. Listen, we're going to we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. I want you to finish your thought, and then I'll 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 I'll, I'll kind of follow up on that. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So so yeah. So we like to go with the ten dollar an hour doesn't matter where the VA is coming from. Obviously, you have certain things uh, what you need to pay attention to, right? It's like uh, English is one of the first thing. Uh, if someone needs uh, a copywriter or someone who creates the post actually writes the things, then uh, usually we recommend having a native English speaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other main thing is the time zone. So you might need to find a, a person in a time zone where you have at least a little bit of coverage, even if you are not not uh, talking every day. Even if the we can just run with uh, with the tasks, you should have at least a couple of working hours, proper working hours, uh, to make sure that you guys both are awake and it's not you know you need to wake up at six a.m. and the V needs to stay up until eleven p.m. So it it, it right. runs out. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the pricing really depends on the on the professional skills what they have, and also depends on the experience level and the years in SFVA. Uh, the funniest thing was when I got a beginner level VA applying to a virtual assistant job. And I usually ask about their professional background. She had a PhD, I think, in business something. Oh my goodness, as a VA. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you're kidding me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you would go for a 15 bucks an hour job because you are just the beginner in quote-unquote, right? And I'm like, no, 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 no. This, 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 okay. this, is, this is not right. Because the, they bring their years and years of expertise Absolutely. from business, um, sorry, from office management, from different, you know, so they really dig deep uh, what they have because they tend to uh, undersell themselves. Um, really dig deep what, uh, what, what experience they have uh, because you can really find gold out there. Um, I usually, yeah, we go usually so beginners, $15, $20, and who have already, you know, two, three years of experience plus, then, then you can expect 25 plus. If there is, a, there is also something called OBM, an online business manager, I was just listening. You were yeah. just, that was my next 
question to you. <laughs> and I want to, I just want to pause you right there. And I'm going to ask you, explain to people the difference between an online business manager and a virtual assistant, because people often confuse these two things yeah. and they're not the same. So go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And even the VA, so usually when you hire someone, uh, they start to work with you, right? And mm -hmm. and then you not just uh, tell her to do this and that, right? Usually, um, we also like to be considered as the partner in your business because you right. will talk strategy, you will talk right. uh, planning, you will talk everything else, right? Mm -hmm. So from the handbook, because we have an OBM handbook, from the handbook, not a VA one, but for the OBMs, yes. Um, the OBM is actually who manages your team, who oversees all of your all of your projects. So basically at the end of the day, you have only one person to talk to. You can strategize because she has the experience. You can strategize about product, product's journey, client's journey, uh, marketing and everything else. And then she manages your team, builds usually the funnels at that level. Uh, you already might have uh, uh, someone as an OBM who really can build funnels, manages Facebook ads, but that's a gray area, right? So I would highly recommend to have uh, uh, someone professional with, with years of experience in, in Facebook ads and what also they can prove. Um, but so that's the high level high-level hands-on help for you so you don't need to uh, manage the whole team the designer the 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 tech person the you know you're another virtual assistant your social media manager and so on and so forth so that's the online business manager and i hope even from these these lists you can feel that this is a this is a little bit different as a virtual assistant who actually just um, follows through with the things what you uh, what you pass on. Absolutely. Your virtual assistant is your task-oriented support staff and your OBM or your online business manager is the person who really manages your, they may manage your team if that is something that you want them to do as well, but they will manage all of the major projects in your business. And like you said, that is your touch person for yeah. you so you're not dealing with everybody else in the business and for many of us running businesses we don't necessarily want to speak to everybody all day long because we have 50 million things to do so that that is so amazing you went right in i mean it just flowed right in you went right into the like <laughs> so that that's that's amazing Agnes, tell us about your offer tell us about um two things tell us about um you've told us a lot about the va hiring um, matchmaking and how to hire a match and what you actually do in your business. Now tell us um, a little bit about what you offer, how you hire VAs and that sort. Yeah, so um, I have different uh, different options because I understand and wanted to touch on this as well. It's like when you feel you can't afford it, that's but you but you feel busy, that's the point where you need to hire someone. Because you will, and, and so I see so many business owners who are in this gray area, so to say, right? It's like, I started to grow, I got really busy, and now I, I have the idea how it works. Now I know what to do, but I just don't have enough time for that. But I'm afraid to hire someone because, mm -hmm. because, 
because then I, it's, it's really becomes a business, right? Uh, so that's the, that's the part where you really need to trust yourself, put your, put your big girl's pants on and, and say, okay, I'm, I'm doing it. And with right. that, only with the decision and also with the virtual assistant, if you are ready, then you will grow exponentially and not mm -hmm. get stuck in this, in this gray area where you are like, you got the feeling, you got that, oh yeah, it's working. It's working finally. Right. And then, and then, uh, and then just get lost in the, in the, in the tasks. So because of, because of, I understand that it can be, it can be hard. I have a different, uh, a couple of different options to work with me. We have a lower and $97 kind of a boot camp where we hop on a call with a couple of, uh, with a couple of uh, business owners. It's also nice uh, mingling a little bit where we go through and really with me on the screen, copying all of my processes, copying all of my uh, journals, planners and everything, we go through and build a job description and that uh, you can copy my form, my application form and the whole system. So at the end of the end of that couple of hours, you actually can go out there and with certainty, you can start your, your hiring process. So that's my bootcamp. Well, and that, then that's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make it available because I I truly believe that those people who are just getting started and really um, think about the the bigger investments are too big. Uh, although it's worth it because if you hire the wrong person, I I've seen I've seen clients get really traumatized uh, right. and lost faith and 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 uh, really thought that okay this is not for me but the only thing was that they they found the wrong VA and uh, it put them back uh, unfortunately a couple of months at least until they found me and they were like okay Agnes I, I just need someone and uh, what we just mm -hmm. talked about that's my VA matchmaking package the one-on-one -on -one I present uh, three VAs uh, on silver plate, as I like to say, with the test results, with everything, what you, what you need, uh, that's the $679 uh, offer. So these are the, these are the two options and there are, there are things between, but I think this is the, I help you really sit through, go through the process. You can copy my swipe files and everything for 97, or I do everything for you. You just wait for the, for the, for the VAs and there, it happened only once. Um, if uh, in the three you feel like it's it's not for you, then I go another round and and uh, make sure that uh, the right person ends up with you, uh, because you know because it's important <laughs> because that's the magic that's that's the magic what I would like to deliver. Awesome, awesome. I think that is that is really interesting. I like you know that you're offering a bootcamp because I think there are not many people many VA matchmakers who are doing that. And I think that is very, very important for new entrepreneurs who are just starting out to really, um, really persuade them and, and, you know, kind of guide them into <clears throat> the fact that they need this support in their business. And it can be affordable. It does not have to be expensive to start. Believe me. Exactly. And a lot of people, that usually is the barrier to people hiring hiring a virtual assistant, they think that it's going to cost this astronomical amount of money when you can get support at your budget, you know, it, it is possible. So I think that's wonderful that you offer that. That's amazing. 
Where can people find you, Agnes? Tell them where they can find, follow, find out more information about your services. Uh, my website is yourvamatchmaker.com and there you will be able to check out all the shortcuts, as I like to call them, right? It's like, just let's let, uh, go through the, go through the page and see what resonates with you. What is the, what is the amount of help, what you need right now? And yes, you can get a VA or for someone for a a project, right? You can get someone for certain results as well. You don't need to outsource everything at once for whatever, for three, four, five hundred dollars a month. If that's in, it will help you a lot in your business. So uh, definitely don't let the budget, uh, the budget stop you. Just think about it. What is the amount of money you can for the next three months, let's say, uh, put aside and, and, and hire someone and start somewhere because it will, it will really change your business and the way you, you look at your business. I love that. I really love that you offer that because I don't, this is the first time that I've heard of, this is the first time I've had a VA matchmaker that actually is is offering something that is affordable to newbies. And I think that is so, so important. Thank you so much for sharing that. And as always, Agnes's links where you can find her social media links, her official sites will be in the show notes. Everything that we talked about will be in today's show notes. And finally, Agnes, this is such a bit of flesh. This has been such a pleasure. I wish I could talk to you forever about this, this topic. It's so fast. It is it's interesting to me. Um, I'm a former VP of HR. You know, I was a vice president of HR for a non-for-profit in New York uh, City. So I'm used to the hiring process. This is my thing. <laughs> right. I'm used to the hiring process and the coaching staff and all of that stuff. I was also a director of social services, director of, um, a director of social services, director of case management, all that stuff. So management is my thing. So I like it. So this is fascinating stuff to me, <laughs> you know? So um, my final question to you, um, Agnes, is what makes you an elevated female entrepreneur? Hey, great question. <laughs> Thank you. I think everything comes down to spreading our magic and helping with our superpowers helping others to share their superpowers. And I think with the VA matchmaking and uh, the business optimization, what I do, I help business owners to reach more people with their aligned feminine and masculine version because we provide uh, the masculine structure so they can stay in their, in their feminine uh, version where they can really serve their people without 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 frustration without you know things that doesn't shouldn't be there which shouldn't be there oh my goodness i love that you gave me goosebumps with that <laughs> no you did because i am an I, listen i have tons of masculine energy it's yeah. my feminine energy that sometimes i have a difficult time aligning with <laughs> so it's wonderful that you say that listen agnes it has been such a pleasure chatting with you Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today and for sharing your magic and your expertise with the listeners. Thank you. It's been a great honor to have you on the show. Thank you very much for having me. You're very welcome. And, and folks, that's it for this, this episode of the Women Elevating Women podcast. Another amazing guest, another amazing episode. Thanks again to my guest, Agnes Wilgardi, for taking the time to chat with me. 
Once again, please rate and review the show if you're enjoying these episodes. All info and links mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes. Finally, please join the Elevator Female Entrepreneur community on Facebook at www.elevatorfemales.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be a woman who elevates other women in business. Thanks. Ciao for now.